Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hello, fellow patriots. Welcome back. Time for our annual weekly get-together with uh, my buddy Dave Schwartz from a Fan of SC. Dave, how you doing today? Happy Wednesday, Bobby Mack. You uh, safely ensconced there in the uh, low country? That's right, safely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, this, this whole business is just so over the top, so out of control, and, and serves as a perfect excuse for whatever agenda you want to serve. Yeah, well, look, I mean, speaking of safety, um, you know, up your way, Greenville County Council, um, and I saw this the other day, Bob, a uh, friend of mine, a uh, friend of yours sent me an article on this, um, mm-hmm. how they basically, last week they voted to um, basically suspend all in-person meetings for Greenville County Council. All in-person meetings suspended until October, um, two months. And, you know, it's it, it all based on, well, it's not safe to meet. We can't have, you know, our we can't have our employers come here and talk to us what they want to talk about. Um, and this is basic. This is, you know, a lot of times I come on the show, Bob, and we talk about things. We got to connect some dots and things that are going on in the state house. This is basic transparency. This is basic American government, right, is that we the citizens that fund all of this, we hire these people, we elect them, we hire them to do a job, and we get to come to them whenever we want and talk about whatever we want. They're our employees. So last week, the Greenville County Council basically votes and they say, ah, you know what, we don't feel like dealing with the public for a while, so we're just going to suspend all in-person meetings until October. Um, and, you know, if you want to comment online, you can only comment on the topics that we want to talk about. And they cited, well, we have to be safe. Well, yeah, what they didn't say at the meeting, Bob, was and what the article discussed was that just a week earlier, one week earlier before this vote, before they shut down in-person meetings, uh, four of them decided to head on down on our dime, right, to go on a taxpayer funded beach vacation to Hilton Head Island with dozens of other politicians and bureaucrats. A, a, by the way, a lobbyist organization holding this, the South Carolina Association of Counties, a lobbyist organization holding this politician schmooze fest down in Hilton Head. Joe Dill, councilman from up, you know, a northern part of the county, 
Mike Barnes, Bob Taylor, they head on down on our dime to Hilton Head, yuck it up with a bunch of other politicians. That was okay. That was safe. They were held an in-person meeting there with a bunch of other politicians. That was safe. But when they when it comes to holding in-person meetings back home with their employers so we can see what they're up to, how they're spending our money, that's not safe. Bob, that's bullcrap, right? I and, mean, that and, is – And apparently – It is bullcrap. Yeah, and, and apparently – uh, it was a divisive issue uh, where uh, voices were raised. Uh, well, I would hope so. Insults were <laughs> hurled. Uh, yeah. Dan Tripp uh, twice referred to County Council Chairman Butch Curvin as a dictator. <laughs> and I got to tell you, you know, Joe Dill, okay, uh, nice guy. I, I've known yep. Joe. I've met him several times. Nice guy. I mean, he's kind of the useful idiot in this situation, right? I mean, here he goes and uh, you know introduces this 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 uh, this ordinance to to hold to kill all in person meetings for the till October, and, and and you know he's wandering on down on our dime to to Hilton Head to go party it up with a bunch of other politicians. Um, that's a you know not meeting with with their employers not safe. But Butch Curvin is the county council chairman. That's the secrecy part of this. And that's really the part that, that, that infuriates me about this is, Bob, you know, they got $91 million in taxpayer bailout money. The, the county right. did. These politicians got it. And they want to ship it off to these uh, local businesses, that, you know, to, to, to bail out some, some small business grants, right? And that's and, and what that's, makes this all infuriating. And that's cert- well, that's certainly worthwhile, but, but – the question remains, who's going to get what? Who's getting the money? Where is it going? Who, who decides who gets the money, right? And what transparency measures they put in place so that we can track that money? You know, it's funny. Another guy that voted to shut down in-person meetings was uh, Enos Fant. By oh, the yeah. way, for those of you who don't remember, Enos Fant, this guy was a former state rep who got convicted of extortion during Operation Lost Trust in Columbia <laughs> 30 years ago. And he wants to shut out employers from the public in-person meetings. Bob, that doesn't sound suspicious to me, does it? I mean, no, certainly not. But that's extortionist <laughs> who wants to shut down the public meet- in-person meetings. It's craziness. But, uh, but that's certainly a great thing to have on your resume. I'm sure it's on there somewhere, don't you think? Look, this is all it's, – it's, it's secrecy. It's hypocrisy. We have to stand up. We have to fight this. And you can do that if you're sitting at home listening to this and, and wondering how the hell does this happen in Greenville County? Why are they shutting down in-person public meetings so that we can hold these politicians accountable? Why are they running away from us? Text the word council, C-O-U-N-C-I-L, C-O-U-N-C-I-L to the number 52886. That will send a direct message to your county council members demanding they hold public in-person meetings. You know, Bob, Pickens County Council holds in-person meetings. They have for quite some time. Hey, yep. two weeks ago, the Greenville County leg- state legislators held an in-person town hall meeting in the exact same building that the right. county council meets in. Okay, Yeah, at County it's Square. Not, right. uh, this is not a safety issue. This is let's run away from the public and hide whatever we're doing issue. And, again, we have to call them to the mat. This is a local issue. This is not federal. This is not state. This is right here in Greenville County. These are Republicans and Democrats teaming up 
to hide things from us. I don't know what they're hiding. I mean, I imagine it has something to do with that $91 million bailout that they all got. But I guess. What, it, what are they hiding? Why would they not want to meet in person? Why would they not want us to be able to talk to them, to scrutinize them, to look at what they're doing and ask them questions about it in person? Bob, we have got to do something about this. And thank goodness, text council to 52886, demand that they hold in-person meetings, stop this nonsense, change their votes, stop this nonsense of hiding from us, get back to in-person meetings. And Bob, here's the other thing we're doing. We're teaming up with uh, your friend of mine, Harry Kibler, with Rhino mm-hmm. Hunt, great, great grassroots in Greenville County. They're holding a protest on Tuesday night, 5.30 p.m. at County Square, right where county council should be meeting. They're going to hold a protest demanding that they hold, start holding in-person meetings. Change the vote. Hold these in-person meetings, Bob. This is about basic government, basic transparency. This is, Amer- this is how American government should work, right? We pay taxes. We pay these politicians. We get to see. We get to question them. We get to see how our money is being spent. Text the word COUNCIL to the number 52886 on your cell phone. Now let's backtrack a little bit. The last in-person meeting that council members allowed their constituents to be at to have their voices be heard was March 11th, right? Yes, correct. Has anything of any significance happened between March 11th <laughs> and, and the 8th of August? I mean, just, just right off the top of my head, have any members of the public had a chance to speak about the pandemic uh, yeah. that, that everybody yeah. is undergoing now? Uh, uh, you know, Rick Roberts is the chairman of the council's public safety committee. And I've had criticism of him in the past over some of the things <laughs> that he has said and done, but was setting that aside. Uh, he, he believes that this move, uh, that meetings remain online, uh, which he described as being couched as an effort at uniformity effectively blocks his subcommittee on public safety yep. to hold an in-person public yep. meeting with public health officials at County Square to talk about safety measures such as the countywide mask look, mandate that a lot of people have questions about. Look, Bob, they voted to spend that $90 million that they got for the coronavirus emergency fund, right? No public hearing, no right. public voice, nothing, nope. no input whatsoever. Bob, remember... They just also approved a bunch of new debt, hundreds of millions of dollars, for that new Taj Mahal building, that office building that mm-hmm. they're building down there for county council. What's the debt repayment plan on that? Why can't we see that? You know, these are the things that, w- that are basic services they provide, right? This is basic American government. We pay taxes. We pay these politicians' salaries. We should be able to come and question them whenever we want. I'm not saying that, uh, you know, hundreds of people need to show up at every county council meeting. I hope that they do. But you know what? We have the right. We deserve the right to come and question them and scrutinize them and hold them accountable in person. And this and again, this isn't about safety, Bob. If it was right, they wouldn't jaunt on down to Hilton Head and have themselves a schmooze fest down there on taxpayer dime and lobbyist dime. Right. They wouldn't do that if it was about safety. This isn't about safety. It's about secrecy. They want to hide something from us. They don't want us to see something. They don't want us to hold them accountable in person, in public. There's something to this. There's something darker to this. 
we deserve to have these meetings. And again, it's not about if this was about safety, Bob, if this was a if the coronavirus was a tremendous threat, Pickens County Council wouldn't be meeting in person. If it right. was a safety threat, the state legislators from Greenville County wouldn't have just met two weeks ago in county council chambers at their in-person town hall meeting. So it's not about safety. That's what they wanted to make this all. It isn't about safety. This is about secrecy. They don't want to be held accountable for the spending, for their decisions going on. They want to hide behind their computers. They want to do this, by the way, on Zoom or YouTube, where once the meeting's over, nobody can see the meeting after that. Once it's right. done, it's gone. Poof, yeah, it's gone. You can't see right. how your councilman voted on hundreds of millions of dollars worth of spending. Again, this is basic. I wouldn't make a big deal of this if it wasn't such hypocrisy and secrecy. This is basic American governance. My gosh, if we can't have public in-person meetings where we right. can call out our county council members, right, some of our most local politicians, the guys that determine, you know, these are the folks that, that, that determine basic services, right? The most basic everyday services, parks, mm -hmm. some roads, streets, lights, all those things, right? This is where it happens at county council. And they won't meet in public and they won't meet in person and let us scrutinize them. Bob, we've got to, if we can't control Greenville County, my gosh, there is, we have no chance in Columbia or in D.C. And that's why we've got way, to demand yeah. that they hold in-person meetings. And in a way, I'm, I'm not surprised at this, Dave, because we see examples of this over and over again of the Wuhan flu being weaponized as, as a tool to be used for whatever agenda yeah. uh, you want. Wh whether you're an elitist pinhead in the ivory towers of academia who hate the fact that the college football coach at your university makes 20 times the salary the president right. of the school does, well, here's an opportunity to put them in their place. This is just another card in the same deck. It, it really is. They are using this virus to hide what they're doing from us, right? Yep. And again, yep. if this was about safety, I wouldn't be on here talking to you right now about this. It right. isn't about safety. This is about secrecy. There are other uh, county councils, there are other government organizations that are holding in-person meetings. We can do it safely. We can socially distance if they want. That's fine. But the ability for us as taxpayers to hold them accountable in person is the backbone of our republic here. It's the sure backbone it of American government. And if we can't do that, my gosh, Bob, we're in big, big trouble. We need to demand they go back, change their vote, and start holding in-person meetings. And you can do that right now. Text the word COUNCIL, C-O-U-N-C-I-L, COUNCIL, as in the Greenville County Council, COUNCIL to the number 52886 on your cell phone, COUNCIL to 52886. Send that message to your county council members demanding they change their vote and open up in-person meetings again. This is crazy. It's ridiculous. It's hypocrisy. It's secrecy. We need to open this up, Bob. They need to be held accountable to us in person. Text the word council to 52886. And by the way, you're going to get a bounce back text from us with, a, with an invitation to that protest on Tuesday night at County Square with, with Harry okay. and Brian Hunt. Come out and join us. Let's get the let's open up our government again. For goodness sake, let's get basic transparency on the county level. You know, there may be another issue at work here as well. 
and that is a hot button issue about a mask mandate. And they probably yeah. that's that is that is an issue that probably is glowing like a nuclear reactor to them. And and yeah. one reason another reason why they may be doing this is because they don't want to have their hand forced they on don't this business deal with of, of mass. Right. There, there's a there's right. a there's a lot of things going on. But the overarching point is we ought to be able to be heard from. It, it's it's absurd. the fact that we're talking about this is absurd and embarrassing. It really yeah, is. It is. And it's in Greenville yeah. County. I mean, these this is the Greenville County Council. We're not talking about, you know, downtown Chicago, Bob. We're not talking about right. New York City. We're talking <laughs> about Greenville County. This is embarrassing. They need to hold in-person meetings. They need to be transparent. They need to have we need to have accountability in this county. A text the word council to five two eight eight six. Let's get get to that protest. Let's force them to hold in-person meetings again. You can uh, keep up with what uh, Dave and uh, the folks at Fan of SC are, are up to on a daily basis uh, on Facebook and on Instagram, right, Dave? Yeah, that's right. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Fan of SC. Facebook.com forward slash Fan of SC. And Bob, I, we posted that article uh, yesterday on our Facebook page. So if you want to check it out, go to our Facebook page. Cool. Sounds good. Dave, thank you very much. Appreciate uh, your being a watchdog for us. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Talk to you next week, Bob. Thanks. You bet. Take care. Dave Schwartz with Freedom Action Network of South Carolina. 422 here on the Bobby Mack Show. I'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back. 428 here on the Bobby Mac Show, the hump day edition. And in on my text line, 71307. Hey, Bobby, I have growing concerns about Dave Schwartz. Uh, that guy needs to calm down. I expect any day to hear he's had a massive stroke. Wow, he gets so wound up. I love him. Hello, Bobby. I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing, and you can't stop me. So go ahead and send your little text messages. Signed, Hugh L. 
Florence, South Carolina. Uh, Hugh, uh, you are out of the bullseye this week, so enjoy your brief respite. Uh, Bobby Mack, are you sure Greenville doesn't have a few Anderson County leftovers? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, also on the uh, text line, uh, Bobby Mack, I guarantee you the person behind the scenes of these two straw candidates is Obama himself, along with the DNC. No question about it. I mean, even Nostradamus, I think, didn't see this one coming. Who, who knew that 2020 would be like this? No work, no money, no sports, eh, no problem. How about if he just uh, sleep the rest of this year off? Be nice. The Bobby Mack semi-professional players present the solution. Move over, Dayquil. Now there's something for 2020. It's Yearquil. Vicks Van Wrinkle Pharmaceuticals introduces the first sleep aid that knocks you out for months at a time. You'll hibernate through the rest of the year and wake up in 2021, ready to face whatever the hell is happening. But at least you won't have to be awake and deal with the coronavirus, the election, or anything else during this terrible time. Yearquil. And coming soon, Decade Quill. So you can snooze and hopefully wake up in 10 years and get back to normal. <sighs> Would be nice. 4.30 here on the Bobby Mac Show. Annie's ready with the news. I'm right back on the other side here on Hump Day on WORD. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
Oh, yeah. Welcome back. 437 now. 23 before 5 here on the Bobby Mack Show. I have spent uh, a, a significant period of time over the years, especially the last few years, talking about the, uh, the hypocrisy of the uh, lamestream media, how uh, they, they not only lie by commission, that is, taking a story and spinning it to, uh, to give it the, uh, the proper reception uh, that they desire, but also uh, they're, they're lying by omission, uh, that is just refusing to do stories, uh, and and Portland is a, is a good example of that. Uh, the way they continue to describe what's been going on there, all the anarchy in the streets that is now extending into the nearby neighborhoods in Portland, describing all that as peaceful protesters, and not showing the video of the violence that actually is going on. Uh, that's 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 one example. Uh, all the stuff that happened in Chicago over the weekend, $60 million worth of damage to the Magnificent Mile, the shopping district downtown, and, uh, and BSNBC and the uh, Communist News Network uh, refused to even cover it. But here's, here's another example of how they lie to you by omission. This, this, uh, this story has been in, in a number of places on the web but has never been in lamestream media, with the exception, I think, of a mention on Fox News. Here's the headline on the story. Media refuses to cover black man's murder of white boy. Now, this is, uh, this is as shocking a story as you are ever going to hear. Uh, Rod Thompson at uh, the revolutionaryact.com website, writes about it. The media continues to be the primary driver of racial division in America. The most recent example makes the blood boil, but perfectly demonstrates how coverage and lack of coverage drives a false narrative that results in American cities burning for a lie. Five-year-old Cannon Hinnant was playing outside his father's North Carolina home on a sunny Sunday afternoon, riding his bike with his two sisters, eight and seven years old. He apparently rode onto the lawn of the neighbor's house where Darius Sessoms lived. According to police reports and witnesses, Sessoms came out of his house with a handgun, went up to Little Cannon, put the gun to his head, and murdered him while his sisters were watching. Sessoms jumped in his car and drove away, but was captured by law enforcement and arrested within 24 hours. Now, obviously, this is just a gut-wrenching story on multiple levels, and yet the lamestream media outside of Fox News has refused to cover it. During searches for NBC, ABC, CBS, CNN, The New York Times, Reuters, and so on, you will not find the story there. Only local media in North Carolina and some conservative outlets have covered it. 
How does ignoring this story drive racial divisions? Well, compare the coverage of George Floyd's death uh, in Minneapolis. That story could have been about a bad cop acting outrageously, but because it was a white cop on a black man with video evidence, it became a giant national story and the media could not get enough. And while the media loves to uh, make the fact-free claim, I'm sorry, I'm skipping ahead. The story of Cannon is more compelling in that he was not a convicted felon high on drugs and resisting arrest, not an excuse for the cop's behavior, but a bit of context. Young Cannon was a five-year-old boy executed for the crime of riding his bike. While white? That is what the media and Democrats would jump to if the races in this story were reversed. Some will argue the Floyd killing represented the bigger issue of murderous police brutality against blacks, but that actually is not supported by the data. A study by Roland Fryer Jr., a black professor of economics at Harvard, found that there was not a disproportionate impact in terms of police shootings, actually the opposite. After the 2014 Fergus, Missouri shooting of a black man by a white police officer, which touched off riots and destruction on a smaller scale, after heavy, heavy media coverage of hands up, don't shoot, that never happened, Fryer and his assistants spent 3,000 hours assembling detailed police reports from several major cities. Their findings were that law enforcement officials were more likely to fire their weapons without having first been attacked when the suspects were white. Professor Fryer at Harvard also found that black and white civilians in these type of situations were equally likely to have a weapon on them. After controlling for other numerous factors, so in basically similar situations, Fryer found that blacks were 27.4% less likely than whites to be fatally shot by police. Police have recognized, at least subconsciously, the higher negative impacts of shooting a black man than a white man for years. The media was fully aware of Fryer's findings, which were subsequently reproduced, but after the Floyd killing, they went right back into the same mode meaning that they and their fellow travelers in Black Lives Matter, Antifa, Socialist Party USA, and other anti-American subversive organizations ignored the data and focused on an anecdote that is bound to whip up racial animosity. But did you know there are actually is a major issue with violent black crime against white people? According to the Bureau of Justice Statistics, uh, 2018 survey of criminal victimization, the latest year available, there were 593,598 interracial violent victimizations, excluding homicide, between blacks and whites last year. Blacks committed 537,204 of those, 90%. Whites committed 56,394 of them, or less than 10%, meaning blacks committed nine times more violence against whites than whites did against blacks. That's a fairly compelling piece of data. And while the media 
loves to make the fact-free claim that there is increasing Trump-inspired white supremacist violence against blacks, the opposite again turns out to be true. In 2012 and 13, blacks committed 85% of all interracial victimizations between blacks and whites. Whites committed 15%. From 2015 to 2018, the total number of white victims and the incidence of white victimizations have grown as well. Interestingly, blacks are also much higher perpetrators of hate crimes by 50%, according to Justice Department data. So absolutely none of the stories we see constantly from fatal police brutality to whites hunting blacks are true. In both of these cases, the opposite is true. The actual story and one that is uncomfortable and that the media will not report is that black Americans are committing violent crime against white Americans at astronomically higher rates than the other way around. And police killings are so small as to be irrelevant. If seeking a powerful anecdote to reflect a factual truth, the death of little cannon is the proper one. But better yet, the media and Democrats could just treat both the Floyd killing and the Cannon killings as individual bad people doing bad things where both were arrested and charged and race does not play a role. But the media does just the opposite. And American cities burn while large swaths of Americans think the lie is the truth. 13 before 5 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Take a quick break and then be right back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, I think we all could use a little shelter these days from uh, current events. Uh, not quarantining, but just a shelter would be nice. So I got uh, Fox News on here at the uh, home studio at Stately McLean Manor. Waiting, as uh, Judge Smale said in Caddyshack, well, we're waiting for uh, 
creepy Uncle Joe the hair sniffer and Willie Brown's former girlfriend to show up. Biden and Harris holding their first joint event. Fox has had a camera up live at, uh, what is it, a high school in uh, Wilmington, Delaware? Uh, must be uh, very near Joe's basement. They've had a camera up for 45 minutes. And we're waiting to see uh, creepy Uncle Joe and Willie Brown's former girlfriend. Why, why do I uh, refer to uh, Kamala Harris that way? Well, uh, this uh, story, as we flash back in time, is something to keep in mind. Former mayor admits to extramarital affair with Kamala, boosting her career. The country now knows Joe Biden, well, actually his handlers, have chosen California Senator Kamala Harris to be his VP running mate for whatever reason. In the past, Harris was accused of failing to deal with a problem in her office involving sexual harassment while serving as Attorney General of the Golden State. She also asked a Catholic judge to rescind his Knights of Columbus membership. But those issues are just the very tip of the iceberg. This lady has a lot of issues uh, from the Free Beacon. Former San Francisco Mayor Willie Brown broke his silence on his relationship with Democrat Senator Kamala Harris on Saturday. This is from a number of years ago admitting in his weekly column that he used his powerful post to boost her young career when they dated. Brown, who was openly in an extramarital relationship with Harris when he was Speaker of the California State Assembly and running for mayor, had avoided commenting on his relationship with Harris since she announced her run for president. Harris has also managed to avoid addressing the role Brown played in the early stages of her political career. Brown went on to address the fact that he appointed Harris, who was just a few years out of law school and working at the Alameda County DA's office to two well-paid posts on California state commissions and later helped her in her first election. Brown notes, and I quote, Yes, I may have influenced her career by appointing her to two state commissions when I was assembly speaker, and I certainly helped with her first race for district attorney in San Francisco. So uh, will Democrats uh, find this issue to be a problem for Senator Harris? Nah. nah. Hey, there he is. There's creepy Uncle Joe. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have some uh, audio from this and it'll probably uh, be rich. We'll see if he can put together a coherent sentence from the notes that his handlers have put on the teleprompter if they remember to roll it forward. God. It's too easy, you know? It, it's just, it's too easy. It's uh, shooting fish in a barrel. The uh, five o'clock follies is on the way next here on the Bobby Mack Show. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.